Hey, thanks for joining us here at becomenew.me, where you'll find daily video devotionals from John Orberg, where we're going on a journey to learn more about who we are becoming as we draw closer to God. If this video resonates with you, share with a friend. Otherwise, here's John. Hey, this is John Orberg, and uh, today is really, really meaningful. I'm so glad you tuned in. We're on this journey, radical acceptance, uh, through the Advent season, talking about uh, how to have a posture of yes towards God, towards life. And I'm here with Charles Albert Bergstrom, Dr. Charles Albert Bergstrom. <laughs> uh, I grew up and I didn't really have a friend, and I didn't know it till I was a sophomore in high school. And in the space of about a week, I went to your house and your mom fixed this bean and ballpark soup. And uh, by the end of that week, I had a friend. And so I'm super grateful for Chuck. We want to spend a few minutes talking about uh, radically accepting the moments of clarity that God brings into your life. And I was thinking, Chuck, of um, the story, the beginning of the Advent story when an angel comes to Zechariah and says, you're gonna be the father eventually of John the Baptist. And Zechariah says, how can I be sure about this? Uh -huh. And the angels responds, well, okay, uh, you're gonna be silent till it happens because you did not believe my words. And if you're somebody who doubts, who struggles with faith, um, Chuck is your guy, because that's kind of your faith story. That's my faith story indeed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually honored you let me be on camera today because usually I sit in the background and make rude comments. So I think <laughs> he felt like it was actually safer to have me on camera today. So. Making rude comments on camera. <laughs> That's right. Which That's right. it will be very hard for you not to I've do. I've got a joke. I no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all these punchlines come flooding to mind, but I can't say them because <laughs> right. someone might That's know right. the joke. Uh, so uh, there is a moment of clarity in your life. We were talking about it yesterday, but we got to kind of build up to it. So. Talk about uh, what led to that moment for you. Yeah, so um, I was 34 years old and I was diagnosed with testicular cancer, um, which, you know, you never want a diagnosis of cancer, but fortunately when I was diagnosed, it was a period of time when they had just really radicalized treatment for it and it had gone from being kind of incurable to being a totally curable cancer where mm -hmm. the oncologists actually go, ah, you know, don't worry about this one, not a problem, we can treat you, we can cure you and um, you should do fine. Uh, the treatment is you know, 97% effective and 3% um, we, we don't succeed, but 97% of the time you do great. And so I went through the initial surgery and then went through the chemotherapy and um, they were monitoring blood marker levels of tumor and uh, the markers went down and everything was great. And the treatment is one of those things where interestingly, where you're going through it, you, you um, if you've been through cancer, you may have been like this. I was, where I, I didn't care if I lived or died because the chemo was so rough. It was just like, if I die, this is great. I was uh, living in Chino Hills, California, and Chuck was in Atlanta then, and we would talk every week on Saturday. I'd call, and uh, I remember when you hit that point of just, this is so awful. I don't care. And tell them what you did to prep for. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, my hair started falling out after the initial weeks of chemo. And it would just come out in clumps and it was sort of fun you could amuse your friends with it um but at some point it became kind of gross and so i shaved my head and um called myself chemo man and um yeah paraded around vintage like chuck yeah yep yeah so yep. 
Um, anyway. So you had to go through that uh, at one point, just kind of ready to die, didn't know if you'd live or die. But then at the end of the treatment, everything looked great. It did. It looked great. And then they continued to monitor me for, um, you know, following months and for, you know, a number of years afterwards. And uh, I was about two months um, post-chemotherapy when I went back in for my tumor markers and um, the oncologist called me up the next day. And it's it's never a good thing when your oncologist calls you up, uh, says, hey, Chuck, I want to talk to you. And I'm like, uh, I don't like this. And um, he said... Um, your tumor markers are elevated and we need you to come back in. Um, uh, they've gone up and we normally they did the tumor markers once a week. And he said, you know, come back in next Wednesday and we'll run them on Thursday again. And, uh, at the time I was like, I I'm not waiting a week for this. So I, you know, just because doctors get all this privilege, you know, it's like, it's unfair, but it is what it is. And mm -hmm. so I said, you got to run this now. So I went down there to the office and, um, the, tech who was drawing my blood made the mistake of letting me look at the lab work and I looked at the numbers and it was like oh my gosh I'm gonna die oh that was really yeah sorry I'm getting choked up it's just I, I always have a hard time telling the story but it's like I'm gonna die and I got little kids yeah and um because to have gone through the treatment and then have the numbers yeah, come back up yeah. that high that fast yeah means that the it's not gonna be right yeah I was at three percent and um so I said, do I really have to wait a week for this? And he goes, no, we'll run it again. And so he drew the numbers and set up the lab test, which uh, set the lab up to do it again. And I went to work on Friday after they drawn it on Thursday. And um, my wife was at a, at a church meeting. And so um, he calls me up and he says, that's a lab error. I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna live. <laughs> and. Uh, he said, you know, heads are going to roll at the lab. And I go, forget that. I'm going to go down and kiss him on the lips. That's, that's like the greatest day of my life. Uh, he's like, I'm so embarrassed. So I'm like, hey, doc, don't worry about this. This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. It's like, this is fantastic. So so like, they had just mistaken somebody else's results yeah, for yours. Yeah. Somebody and that had, person hadn't even been through right, treatment yet. Somebody who hadn't been through the treatment yet. And their tumor markers were still real high. And uh, so I presume that gentleman turned out okay afterwards too because again it remains very treatable for 97 percent so but yeah for that day it was like um i felt like lazarus coming out of the grave and it was just powerful yeah so that's what we were just talking about uh this week as we're together and that's been 30 years yeah, ago and i right, can remember so right. vividly the day that you called when the results were back going to bed that night and thinking uh on the one hand chuck saying he's gonna die but then like, I couldn't pray. And yeah. I, I just had this thought, there has to be some mistake. And then I thought, oh, that's what denial looks right. like. Right. But we were talking this week about the idea of a moment of clarity and how life looked to you when you got that news. So talk about what was clear. Yeah, so, you know, I've told John, he knows me so well, and I, I live with doubts all the time. And I'm the kind of person where when I die, if, you know, I end up in heaven, I'll get there and be like, wow, it really was all true. That stuff that my mom and dad taught me that I believe, it's like, it really was true. I just, wow, this is fantastic. I just didn't know. I mean, I hope, but I didn't know. But, um, so I, I've lived with doubt all my life and it's just who I am. And um, it's, it's okay, uh, painful at times and sometimes it's great. But when the doctor called me up and said it was a lab error, I had one of those moments when I knew 
with certainty certain things about life. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know why, but at that moment, I knew that God was there, not because my life was saved. It was just like, that wasn't it. I just knew that life was precious, that it came from somewhere, and yeah. I knew God was there. And I also had that flash of clarity where I knew that I had a wife I could hug and kids I could hug and friends who loved me and I knew that these were all very good things and so much more important than anything else that I would ever worry about in my life a 401k or where I was living or what kind of car I drove it was like drove it was just like I know what's important and yeah. this is what's important hug my wife hug my kids live life tell my friends I love them and God you are there and I knew it with clarity and um yeah, it's something I wish I could bottle and just take a whiff of every now and then because, oh gosh, at the time it was like, I'm so free. I know this and, is true. And what you were saying yesterday that was so striking to me was it's like uh, we don't always get that in life. And maybe to some people you just have a kind of faith that's always with you. But I think a, a lot of us struggle with doubts. Uh, but what you were saying yesterday is it's like when those moments of clarity come to you, you have to seize them and steward them. And when life returns to normal, whatever that is, or it's not as clear to you anymore, um, you cannot reject them. You have to remember, oh yes, uh, it was clear to me and I will hold on to that in times of doubt or stagnation right. or uh, difficulties. I will remember life does matter. God is there uh, and we're all wherever you are, whatever you're going through, it could be in a birth or the loss of somebody precious or an answer to prayer or a gift. When that moment of clarity comes that life matters yeah. and God loves you, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you got to hold, you have to be faithful to that in times when you're yeah. not as clear. Right. Because it's so easy to just discard those things and go, oh, I remember once. And it's like, no, there've been moments that were precious. The first time you ever kissed your spouse, um, you know, when a child was born, when you find out that, oh, you're not going to die, you're going to live, and you go, oh, I see, uh, the veil has parted, and I see what really matters in life, and um, I just know that I know this. It wasn't doubt at all. It was it was certainty, yeah. and then I can walk away and forget that later, but it's like, no, I have to steward that. I have to go back and remember that and just go, I saw this. I know it. It was true. Um, so today, the angel that came to Zechariah, the news that came to Chuck, comes to you, comes to me. You're alive today. You have this gift. So if you have someone in your life that you love, go hug them and tell them you love them and thank God and embrace life and embrace this day. Radically accepted. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Love you. Love you too, man. Good to be here. Thank you. Hi, more than a video to watch, we hope this is a community you can engage with. So add your voice to the comments. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram, or join our Facebook group, becomenew.me. We'll be posting daily resources and questions for you to engage with. So take a step, get connected. We'll see you next time.